The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat. Coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy and Specialist Games podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here tonight with Steven and Jared. Yo. What's up? What is going on? Uh, well, I was building Death Guard Kill Team, but, um, you know, sometimes you have to step away from building Kill Teams, because if you don't, you'll never paint Kill Teams or even play Kill Team. Just have people actually play kill team yeah it's it's a yeah, lot of we, fun yeah we've been playing kill team mike and i played kill team and uh jesse and austin and caro have all played you really you're the only one who and, hasn't you're just missing out kill team is necromunda for casuals not everybody likes the super complex rule set not everybody likes the uh chaos helot rules yes I, I wish the chaos helot rules were better but what you gonna do they're objectively bad. It's kind of sad. Yeah. All I know is I can play Space Marines. Yeah, that's why people play Kill Team. is because they want to play Space Marines or Eldar or Jesse, orcs. you've got a, a Goliath gang. They're basically Space Marines without any ballistic skill. Or really just average ballistic skill. Yeah, I just still can't get into them. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Jared is you... a grumpy old man who hates change, but the rest of us love Kill Team. Yes. But so. speaking of Necromunda 2. Ash Wastes were, again, teased. Yeah, we did get Ash Wastes at the LVO. Yeah, that's exciting. Which we knew the Ash Wastes were coming a, f a long time ago, but now we, yeah. now it looks like uh, this year is it. Yep. Yeah, it's Ash Wastes are super exciting. Vehicular combat. Who enjoy Mad Max. You know, the Necromunda version of Tusken Raiders, I'm assuming, uh, Every manner of conceivable vehicle. I got to make a swap van. Uh, it's just going to be great. Yeah, it should be cool. Um, you know, hopefully it's a little more, uh, or rather a little less. I don't, I'm trying to think of how to articulate it. My big problem with Necromunda is once you start losing, they're like, how do you? It, it just, it feels hard to come back. It and snowballs into an and, avalanche that you yeah, can't. Yeah, and doubly so in a campaign. So I, I do think Necromunda in general, like, you know, if you're not playing a campaign of Necromunda, you're doing it wrong. And with campaign games, no one game should decide the whole of your, your gang's fate. So if, you're, if you are losing, um, you know, bottle out, leave, run. You know, what well, you might take a reputation hit, but like, you know, it's... Well, it's so here's, here's the issue there, is that if you're playing Necromunda, you came to play a game. <laughs> like, it's not fun right. to get on the table, have two turns go to shit, and just be like, okay, guess I'm leaving. And yet, don't we do that with Battlefleet well, Gothic? Battlefleet Gothic does not... Well, now I'm actually answering my own question. When you play a game Battlefleet Gothic, and you bottle out, you know, escape... Oh no, you play a new game, reset the table without having to go through all the rigmarole of basically starting a new game. Yeah. Well, and generally you don't, 
when you play Battle Play Gothic, you don't. Um, and I should preface and say that I'm not. It it does suck to have to like mass disengage in Battle Play Gothic, um, but it takes longer. Like uh, I I think in general the uh, I'm doing poorly time to skedaddle, um, not necessarily mechanic, but like as a means of keeping yourself alive for future games. It's not fun to have to do in Battlefleet Gothic or Necromunda, but at least in Battlefleet Gothic, it does take longer. And you disengage individually, whereas I believe Necromunda, your whole gang splits, doesn't it? So it, it depends if you, you know, the, the way like Austin and I have done it. Yeah, if you bottle, you know, you can, you guys have to take those leadership tests. If you voluntarily bottle, you're basically done. Like the game's, you know, done at that point. So it, it really, you know, it might take a turn or two. It might end the game immediately. Um, so it is a nice way of, of, you know, cutting your losses if things are going south. Um, you know, I do think the, the last campaign we ran, which did not get, you know, completely concluded due to just life. Um, you know, I think we, we ran into balance issues. Um, but that, you know, as when I took over as arbitrator for it, like I had to kind of, you know, figure out like my game got really powerful, got really, really shooty. I had like guys with storm bolters and auto cannons and stuff. And so I would write missions to, uh, where, you know, I'd be facing like three or four opponents and just get my ass handed to me. Uh, there are ways to balance it, I think. And, and, you know, multiple sources, particularly Goonhammer has brought this up. Of There are balance issues in Necromunda that's kind of just inherent to a game that's got as much complexity as that does. And, you know, doesn't well, see, I don't even think that try that's... to be balanced. Yeah, I don't necessarily oh. think that that's a weakness of Necromunda because going into Necromunda, and this is what you don't get in Kill Team, is it's hard win or hard lose. Yeah. It's gonna get ugly really quick, which is fine, but not necessarily like if Necromunda was the only skirmish game, I wouldn't enjoy that. But luckily, I have Kill Team, and if I want to play hard mode, I'll play Necromunda. Well, but it will be interesting to see if Ash Wastes keeps the same, um, I guess, lethality. According to the preview, it's gonna get way worse. Oh, great. Uh, they, they, and, and, you know, the, the Warhammer community article they put out about it said kind of the same thing. Yeah, well. Is, this is going to be, you know, balls to the wall. Your, your gang's going to be hurting. And that's, that's, that you doesn't know, necessarily mean anything, though. The uprising campaign. Well, you know, thinking about, you know, some of the, the terrain mechanics they've already got in place, um, I can see things getting tough. And I can see things getting tough, like, real, real quick. Um, I think it's going to be one of those things you can kind of make your campaign as hard as you want to. Um, Probably. Because if they make it just so, just completely just dick-kicking difficult, there's still got to be a fun factor to want to play a yeah. game. I mean, that's that's the Uprising campaign, is, you know, just gradually, your guys, you have to, like, figure out who you're feeding, because, you know, food is scarce in the hive, so some guys might starve, some guys might... Like it's some, might, some dudes might get cannibalized. Yeah, I, there are literally missions where uh, one gang is like trying to capture civilians to eat them. 
head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> it's 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 a dark game, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not letting Henry play that one too often. Uh not not yet. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Suitable for the wife, not for the child. Yeah. Speaking of Perfect. which I gotta paint Lila's gang, but we'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, I I feel like I've glanced at that Goonhammer article you're talking about as far as the uh the balance issues with Necromunda. And I can't remember what I had for breakfast, much less an article that I read weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but as far as I, you know, I think about it and I haven't played too much Necromunda either, but if there are ways to make a campaign more of a thematic gamey advantages, as opposed to just flat out straight buffs and complete debuffs for winning and losing, that might make it a little bit more interesting from a narrative standpoint. The difficulty is to, how to make, you know, a winner feel like they're actually winning. Yeah. And the, a loser uh, not feeling like, well, I lost the last two games. I might as well just hang it up for the rest of the campaign. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. never going to get catch back up. Um, so, like, with the, the Goonhammer article in particular, the, the thing they kind of brought up was there's a couple items that you can buy at the black market or the trading post that are borderline game-breaking in, the, in their effectiveness. Um and it's funny because it's each items that Jason and I spammed heavily. Uh, one is a falsehood, which uh, basically it's like a, a cloaking device or, or you know, it, it makes a ganger look like a friendly to the opposing gang. Mm-hmm. And it works for like two turns, two or three turns. I, I believe it's two. So you can't shoot at that person unless they do something hostile to one of your gangers. So, you know, with Jason, you've got, uh, you know, Augrens coming at you with grappling hooks. So they're moving 12 inches each movement. God, that's such a scary thought. And then you can't shoot at them. (laughs) I I think Jason took four in his gang. So like every character had one. Um, Did did y'all, did y'all not play heresy for so long that you forgot what self-regulation is? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Necromunda is not about self-regulation. Necromunda is about killing the other, the opponent, crushing well, your enemies, seeing them driven before you. All right. Cool. So, um, did your campaign? Did y'all finish the campaign? Nope. <laughs> you, you might want to. You might want to take a look and see if there's any correlation between those two things. So, and, and the other, there are two other items of war gear that just like, what the hell, guys? One was the ablative overlay. So it's a piece of war gear for like 20 points that makes your armor save better by two. So it's, it's, you know, it's like extra armor that you glued onto with, you know, sticky tack or something. Yeah. So the first time you get hit, your armor saves better by two. The second time it's better by one. The third time it's lost all effect. In Necromunda, that is a gigantic, ridiculously good advantage. And it's not like it's a one-use thing. Like you could keep, you know, Next game, you get the same thing. So, you know, basically every guy in my gang with, you know, flak armor or mesh armor and uh, an armored undersuit, all of a sudden you get them an envelope overlay and they've got like a tool of armor save for their first shot, which is nuts. Um, Fucking that's, rude. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, so, again, my, you don't see my any whole... correlation. <laughs> As to why people maybe stopped playing your campaign. So. Hey, Will's here. Hey, Will. 
uh, you know, my whole theme was my guys are professionals. I'm going to do everything I can to give them every single piece of war gear that could possibly preserve their lives. I, I actually give a crap about them. They're, they're, you know, the homies. And, you know, that was, that was sort of my deal. Um, that and, and augmentics because I took just an insane amount of lasting injuries. My God. Um, well, the only thing cooler than space cops is space robo cops. Yeah, that's essentially what what I was dealing with. Like, I, I think you at one point suggested, like, oh, you know, so and so could get picked up as a space marine or, or something. It's like every single one of my guys is missing a limb or an eye <laughs> or you know part of their skull, part of their spine. Look, living uh, in the underhive is hard. <laughs> Which is great, and it's it's on my hobby bucket list to make an end of campaign gang with like every single bionic modeled on there as as you know uh, hey this is what y'all look like now <laughs> just magnetize the arms the hips the head everything honestly it's not the worst idea that'd be super badass uh but the third piece of war gear was something that like were they just smoking crack when they made it the uh, oh man what's it called jeez the bone boning sword bone oh, sword oh yeah the uh the 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 butcher cults yeah, sword yeah it's the it's you know it's their basic flesh, sword flesh grinders flesh eaters. Uh, corpse grinders corpse grinders yeah you know it's their basic sword it's twenty points you know two damage negative two AP and parry and I think rending <laughs> for twenty points and anybody can take that so why would you take anything else well consider like, I, I, Deliberately when, did not take them just out of principle because that's like super jacked up. That's where the lines crossed. That's it should where the be lines like crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is people. is a melee weapon for your shooting gang? Yeah, yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, consider that when like you know Palantine enforcers die and get sent to be processed, they've got all this. They got fucking two layers of armor you got to cut through, and then there's all these augmentics. You need the boning sword. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The boning sword is nature's response no, yeah. to uh, you need the rock cutter. Get the uh... <laughs> get the cutter. Get the heavy cutter. <laughs> I don't think there's even any flesh to grind on this one. He's just metal all the way down. And you know, for for our listeners who are are ever considering Necromunda, my advice to you is don't do not uh, name you know give some sort of correlation between your gangers and like people you know or you know things you care about so like i, I took a uh, you know a couple of the uh the cyber mastiff you know the, the enforcer version of those because they're amazing and great and, and are perfect please don't change them tw but uh yeah i named one after my childhood dog uh, who you know I had, I had to put down you know seven or eight years ago and it was you know i, I was i was doing like a demo mission, it was like the Ambot hunt because you know we're just seeing if that was going to be a thing that we should work into um, some of our campaigns. I think there was a, a mission Austin and I were looking at doing that, and I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll play a solo mission," and I killed the dog. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just sitting there in my living room, just about to tear up, uh, you know at home by myself i'm like man this is the stupidest way i've, I've hurt my own feelings here <laughs> so, so it's God that damn. meme where you take a hypothetical situation too far and hurt your own feelings uh, absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh 
Learn your yeah, it's like, play, it's like <laughs> playing XCOM. Don't name any of your soldiers after your friends because you'll yeah. be heartbroken when they yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's funny when you post them on the, uh, in the messenger chat. Yeah. Well, the trick is to have enough of your friends die in XCOM to where you become <laughs> desensitized to it. And then after the, after the first, I don't know, three or four failed XCOM games, then it doesn't hurt as much. You've, you've built up a strong callus over your heart. But, uh, yeah, hopefully the thing I want to see out of Ash Wastes is, um, kind of some, like, Death Race style games, a, a Twisted Metal, you know, uh, some vehicular mayhem. I don't want, I don't want dudes on motorcycles. I don't want people grappling, hooking drivers out of doors. I want an armored truck with an auto cannon sticking out the passenger window fighting a slightly different truck. I mean, it's going to be the Gene Sealer cult guys on bikes for sure. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. a lot of the Gene Sealer <laughs> cult stuff is going to be used. Basically yeah, their I whole see. range. <laughs> just yeah. yeah. So I'll give Necromunda another try if I get a, if I get some, some sweet, sweet twisted metal esque game styles, game modes. Oh, you just like, want big ass fucking clown faces with machine guns shooting at people. Yeah. Yeah. That you want then works yeah. for me or like, okay. um, what's it called? Uh, Gaslands. The, with the racing and the, but the just demolition play Gaslands, then. But I've I've said it a thousand times. There's only room for one setting in my heart. Just pretend it's in the 40k setting, Steve. Put a Space Marine helmet on it. Just, just put a, a, <laughs> yeah, put a Space Marine helmet on it, or a decal of like a, uh, something from the universe. I don't know. Also, I have Make a Mark Gas- Three truck. I yeah. have Gaslands models. I've built some and put them together. If I you just have don't models, have any you have Gasland models. I just man. don't like, have anyone to play with. <laughs> I have the rule book. I got the models. I got the tokens. Patty technically has Gasland models. I mean, she's got sure. shitloads in her toy box. Dude, Henry's got like an armada of Gaslands. <laughs> okay, then it's fucking time to play some Gasland, boys. <laughs> Welcome right, to Remember's Retreat, the Gasland episode. We should just we should just do third party games and then review them but in such a way that horse heresy always sounds better i think that would be <laughs> gaslight is garbage just <laughs> that would be wastes. i mean not like we're biased or anything like that you know yeah yeah, yeah. you can have a uh, henry and patty play gaslands against steven we'll have a little battle report oh yeah for oh, sure lord I do like making children be cry. Like, my car goes like this and now yours is on fire and steven's like well I gotta roll my invul first, and then of course Stephen would fail it because it'd be a six. It would be his invul or whatever, and yeah, yeah Henry would wreck his shit just yeah. inadvertently playing with Hot Wheels. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? Jesus! All right, Cabanda. Yeah, the other cool hey, thing from Cabanda. LVO. I mean, there were lots of cool things from LVO. Oh, are we, but... Is that what we're talking about? Is the reveal? Yeah, we we got caught up in uh, oh yeah, Necromunda so glad first. We didn't stay up late for that. <sighs> I'm mad I did. I'm mad I'm dead. I'm I'm not. I I went to sleep. I got sleep for this. Um, Kabanda was fucking. He's so cool. Yeah. So if you don't know, if you somehow don't know, uh, Kabanda is the uh, is a big like top notch bloodthirster of corn. Uh, he almost killed Sanguinius twice. He now, did. He end was up in, getting um, his back broken. He was in uh, that movie, uh, uh, Fear to Tread, right? In the movie? movie? Yes, he's in the movie? No, <laughs> book. Book. Yeah, yeah. He's, Nicholas Cage um, played Cabanda. 
He's the <laughs> dude. I would I would pay cash money for that shit. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that Kabanda Kabanda is uh, the bloodthirster of bloodthirsters since a certain Scar brand got exiled. Oh um, uh, yeah, I believe so. I mean, he's been he's his name's been fucking in a lot of books. So if yeah, he's not, he's, then yeah, no, actually, I'll take it back. Is? Uh, it's actually, it's Angrath. Angrath the Unbound is the uh, Bloodthirster Prime, so to speak. How, how many but books has he been on? None. Yeah, because he's a fucking maybe, idiot. That's why. Maybe, no, sorry, one. He's I'm Team one. Cabanda, okay? Because Cabanda's got a dope-ass model, so uh, there's, there's no problem. Angrath used to have a model. He used to have a, the Bloodthirster Forge World model that recently went oh, out of production. No, he was pretty fucking, he's pretty sick, too. Okay. Yeah, I, that's, that's Angrath. Um, yeah, Angrath's only, unfortunately, Angrath and the Heresy only shows up to do one thing, and it's to get his shit rocked by Lorgar of all people. What? <laughs> How? Yeah, embarrassing. Was that an Aurelian? Uh, Lorgar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Lorgar goes on his pilgrimage, right, <laughs> and he stands before the gods, and the gods are like, "Okay, we're going to send a champion to test you, right? Because that's what they do. You got to prove your, you got to prove that you got a swinging dick." So they sent Angrath the Unbound, the biggest, baddest, greater, greater demon in the Pantheon. And I think Lorgar, like, baps him once across the side of the head with the mace. Did he know his just... name or something? I do not know. I don't remember. How do you do that without knowing a demon? That's crazy. He just, he whacks him upside the head and puts him in, like, a headlock, right? He wrestles him to the ground, and then I assume gives him a noogie and calls him a nerd. Yeah, that's the I mean, only time Angroth appears in in the Jesus, dude. Kabanda, on the other hand, so maybe he's not. Is he like only supreme bloodthirster in forty k? Maybe like after Kabanda's fall, like you, you think? No, maybe... Kabanda. No, Scarbrand is the one you're thinking of. Who's the fallen one? The exile. No, no, no. One? I mean, like his his fall. Literally, he fell from a, a tower with Sanguinius, didn't he? Oh yeah, no, um, no. Angroth, Angr- Angrath, not to be confused with Angron. Yeah. Is is the big guy for even in thirty k time? Yeah, he's okay. the in the sense that I mean, because demons are technically ageless, right? So like, yeah, but men aren't. So the the heresy happens fifteen minutes ago for Kabanda when he shows up again during a Black Crusade. Like he he doesn't know. He's too enraged. He can't tell time. Get a watch, bitch. Yeah, fucking <laughs> look at all that arm dummies. space. Look at all that arm space. You can't you tell me you can't wear a watch, Kabanda. Get it together. How do you make it how do you make it on time to anything? Figure it out. But, Does okay. Kabanda appear after the heresy? Is he in 40k? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's super in a 40k. Uh-huh. Really? Like uh, the plants wow, just repeatedly keep running into him. Oh, he's just them. got a hard on for them then. Like Yeah, yeah well, he's mad about Terra. Or of the last, whichever you want to call the it. Last yeah. time, the last time that Kabanda appears in 40k currently is, you remember right at the end of the 41st millennium, the devastation of Baal, right? When the Tyranids yeah. were, were converging on the system, the Blood Angels call in every successor chapter, and they're like, well, <laughs> we might go extinct, but at least we're going to kill as many as we can. Uh, the Great Rift opens up in the middle of that campaign, and when uh, in when Gilliman's Indomitus Crusade makes it to Ball, they find just pillars and pillars and pillars of Tyranid skulls. Because Kabanda came out of the rift and basically said, no, nobody destroys the Blood Angels but me, and killed all the Tyranids. How Pretty embarrassing cool. for the Blood Angels. 
Right? Yeah. Just pathetic guys. Get your shit. But I mean, that's like, why? Why wouldn't it skulls of blood angels then? But it's just, it's just he he doesn't fight the blood angels for some reason. Presumably because he wants to fight them without anybody's help. But Bloodthirsters are totally known for their uh, tact and and strategic acumen. Corn is the god of honor, dude. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's not just, yeah. He, he, he's like an honorable warrior, and it's just battle prowess. Anything to do with battle, corn. Yeah, for sure. It's Kabanda doesn't want the handicap. He wants to be able to annihilate the Blood Angels at full strength and say that he did it when they were at full strength, not after, uh, you know, Dante's had his shit rocked by a hive tyrant. Sure, just biding his time. But just continents of skull pillars. It's it's honestly a really cool reveal, but um, but yeah, Kabanda shows up in Black Crusades. He shows up uh, during the Rift opening. He's a big deal and a so big boy. It, we can assume he's going to have rules for both Horus Heresy and he. I mean, he's, he's he's modeled as Horus. He has oh, rules in the Heresy. No, I know that. I know that. But yeah. I mean, do we think when the model releases that he'll also get forty k rules? Um, probably. Because I mean, he's being marketed as for horse heresy, but really, he could just be for Warhammer. I mean, I mean, yeah. How well, much would even it cost to release taking... a banner sheet? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Age of Sigmar could probably use it too. Yeah. Sure. Warhammer community, here you go. Have fun. And yeah. who, who knows? Warhammer fantasy when it finally comes out too. So. Hell yeah, yeah. But um, boy, this is such a cool model. It's a perfect replacement for Angrath's model. I I gotta say, dude, I don't think. Forge world misses when it comes to demons. Like no, I'm, I'm don't. saying it. Like they're on foot demon prints that came with like the uh, the super blood letter or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's one of my all time favorite demon models. They're little. They're super Korgorath mm. for Age of Sigmar. That dude fucking rocks. The <laughs> yeah. other demon that has like a face on his shield and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the demon. He's a demon prince too. I think. I mean, I've never seen a demon on Forge world that I didn't immediately go. That is. I want that. Yeah, so, I don't play demons, but they're just such beautiful models. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be, like, titan-sized, is what... I mean, he's at least a knight size. You see the size of a space marine at his feet, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of his, a lot of his bulk is in his wings, so he's, he's cheating a I'm little bit. I'm really nervous how those wings are going to... Oh, I'm magnetizing those wings for sure. <laughs> Looks like uh, the base goes all the way down to, like, his kidneys basically yeah but he's but oof. i'd be scared to move that around in a convention he's so fucking cool he's got all the armor his face he's so, got so many details my absolute favorite part of him is that instead of having an he doesn't just have an axe he has a chain axe mm-hmm. it's got two ro- it's got two rows of teeth it's just, it's so, and it's not a big, huge, like, double-handed axe like you like you see in other bloodthirsters wielding, like, a double-handed axe with one hand. It's like a, like, a kind of got that curved Viking look to it. Mm-hmm. It's a cool hand axe. I mean, a hand axe for a bloodthirster is still gigantic, but it is so cool. So cool. And that big old so, spiky whip. Yeah. Something... You know, I, I was skimming over the uh, Warhammer community article about him uh, earlier today, and something that stuck out to me is, you know, they, they make no bones about how 
you know, he fought Sanguinius twice, you know, did this, he did that. And, you know, we've, we've seen the leaked cover of the upcoming Siege of Terra book with Sanguinius standing at the Eternity Gate. We know that fight's going to happen in that book. Reasonably sure of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're normally really tight-lipped about stuff going on in Siege of Terra books. So I, I'm just wondering what else is going to be in there that's, like, huge. Because it seems like right now, just based off of that, that they're, like, you know, kind of stealing ADB's thunder with, you know, big, big Titanic events. So, like, what is going to happen that tops that? Uh, presumably the duel between the Emperor and Horus, but that won't be in the same book. That's not going to be in the same book. What I'm, what I'm kind of wondering is, is the next Siege book, because Warhawk is no small book. That's a, that's a big-ass book. That's a brick. <laughs> um, but we had Sons of the Selenar, and we had Wrath of Magnus that were relatively more like novellas. Yeah, right. Uh, and they came out right after respective brick books of their own. We are due for one. So I wonder if and maybe Mortis this was like, too. We're kind of we're kind of overdue for one. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if actually uh, we're just going to get a whole book dedicated to Sanguinius and Kabanda throwing down. Which, admittedly, I'd pay for as the price own, for that as, as its own novella style sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would too. Yeah. That'd be oh, good. absolutely. I mean, the the Wrath of Magnus was great. I thought. Like a lot yeah, of people. I really enjoyed Wrath yeah. of Magnus. Mm-hmm. Wrath of was. Outstanding. That was a, a lot of people fantastic their fucking words, huh? Magnus oh, did boy. nothing wrong. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> oh really? Boy. Oh, boy. Him and Russ really are the dynamic duo of fucking up. They're, they're equally worthless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's another cool little but, detail on Sanguinius's model. His, uh, or Sanguinius's, Kabanda's <laughs> model. His, uh, his Pertusias there that he's, yeah, he's wearing. Got a little Mark IV helmet. I just noticed Yeah, he's got a Space Marine thing. helmet on the chain. Wait, wait, wait. Where? Oh, shit. Look tabard. at that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look he at him go. might not be... They might not put out rules for... Thir- I don't know, unless... No. I mean, Mark IV helmet, you know. Yeah, you could put that anywhere. Take it on, but take I mean, it off. That, also, that Mark IV Marine at his foot is kind of like a part of his base, dude. Mm-hmm. As is the Le- oh, Leviathan Dreadnought. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I didn't, I didn't see that. <laughs> Because it was smash under his fucking foot. Yeah. Oh, he's crushed. Man, he's so cool. Yep, so we'll see what, when he's coming. I'm a, probably real soon. Probably will be released when the book comes out, too, I would imagine. I imagine, yeah. It'll, they'll use each other to kind of... Um, also, he's got so much hair. Yeah. He's, he's a hairy boy. Kabanda looks like he's coming off of a meatloaf album. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in power, meatloaf. Yeah. Um, he's the skull. God, he's God. He's so cool. Cannot wait to have one. And I don't know, man. Was... I just saw that uh, Black Library celebration for 2022, mm-hmm. and showed <laughs> off those models again. Oh yeah, I mean, I why, we're talking apples and oranges here, like you know, I mean, 32 yeah, millimeter Astartes, all of those things. Uh, yeah, after Ron's got his ass. It's a, but it's I, I see Fafnir, and I just, <laughs> um, oh, I, I want to make a fist army, and it's just Do so it, wild. Dude. Fucking do it. Said no one ever. Wow. <laughs> I know. They, mm. they, they, I don't know. We could get so into this. You can go get tested thing. for COVID because you got no taste. <laughs> I already yeah. have COVID, you jerk. <laughs> That's right. Lord. Broadcasting live from my uh, my hermetically sealed medical tank. No, dude, why didn't you tell me? I don't want you to give my fucking computer a virus. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, the computer's wearing a mask. It's masked. Oh, we you're both okay. are. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got no, the only virus just, he transmits is with his words. Just, <laughs> y'all know I love me some infantry, and I feel like if you're going to go infantry, 
I think Imperial Fists are the best all infantry, but that's another day. That's another day. That's another day. We're going to argue. We're going to have a fight. I mean, Steel Gauntlet with T5 and then, you know, Tank Hunter on your last can. Oh, yeah. I guess another day. Yeah. I guess if you, like most Fist players, only want to play to win. I mean, it's a theme. We've discussed this. Can, can you get like a drool cup or something to collect your tears? Because I have uses for them. Just <laughs> hold on to them for me. The Dark Angels literally have a right of war that I think I can take like eight troop choices. Yeah, where's your where's your storm of war? I can huh? take like two hundred huh? infantry models. Yeah, do you it. fucking dork. You'll never do it. I'll never, never do, do it. it. <laughs> I'll never do it. Well, this segues. You want, Jesse. You're never gonna. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a, this is a great this is a great segue into into a question. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> Off of our list, if you had to be a Terranborn aspirant during the Great Crusade, which legion would you most want to be assigned to? Um, okay, let's see. Well, knowing what happens to the Emperor's children and their whole gene scene debacle, you don't know them. anything. Well, then You're clearly, dude. I don't get to choose. I get fucking drafted in mutilated until right. I turn into an Astartes and I get yeah. put into one. How I don't are we get supposed to, to answer that if we're supposed to assume? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know about, you know, the, the Legion's reputations, right? Like you're, you said we don't know young... anything, Steven. Okay. I mean, you don't know anything about the, the Emperor's children getting their gene seed fucked up. Go from there. Why, why don't we just, just not hindsight the Emperor's 2020 children, this? <laughs> Still oh. not the Emperor's children. Yeah. Uh, just, I'll tell you who, I'll tell you who I'd be excited to be. I'd want to be assigned to the first Legion. Dark Angels. Yeah. Uh, I think so. They, they probably have the coolest reputation. But no, you're getting right sent to the, the Rang Dang genocide, like, mm. you know, in a couple hundred years. So like, maybe, all you maybe know, not. You're, you're, a, you're a young, strapping aspirant, and you just watched the Dark Angels. Like, your whole growing up has been the Dark Angels conquering soul and the soul, like the solar system. They were right? the Legion. Yeah. The, the poster boys. You know that, like, okay, cool, some other legions have bolters, right? But Dark Angels have Volkite and swords. Dark Angels, all day. Yeah, but their armor's black, and the guys in black armor are always bad guys. Hey, we got a little bit of red, Excuse too. Excuse me, sir? Wait a minute, oh, no. <laughs> black yeah, and red together are mm, even mm. worse, Jesse. There's check. There's checkers. They got, they got all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do no, look it just, yeah, I, I listen to that mine. Um, if you guys are familiar with The Witcher, uh, there's. <laughs> I'm not. I've never. In passing. The, 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 what are they called? The Nefariums nef, nef, or whatever? You're only helping yourself here, Will. We, we've Anyways, uh, <laughs> Nilfgaard. Yes, thank ah. you. The Nilfgaard, they wear black armor. Um, but, and they always bitch about, like, people see our black armor and they just think we're villains, man. It's like, change your fucking armor color then, guys. Does like, also Witcher all that wear black? Murder and conquering. Well, he's the, the Witcher. could wear a variety of already, colors. I mean, he's already a sort of villain to every. Everybody thinks he's a monster because he's a fucking. Because right, he's a monster. Pick a legion. Yeah, pick a legion. Yeah, pick a legion. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, fucking Stormwalkers. There. Done. <laughs> Iron Hands. You want to be <laughs> yeah. the 10th legion. What Duh. a surprise. Duh. Mechanized. Jared. I'll even chop my oh, arm off now. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I. Okay, I'm admitting my bias here, but I gotta go with fists, and here's why. I like them. No. <laughs> no, no, honestly, this is like no bullshit. Rogodorn, when he comes to his legion, is the most egalitarian of the Primarchs in that he makes zero distinction between Terran, 
and Inwent Born Legions. He doesn't really care. In the same way that like Pert doesn't care where he gets his legionaries from. He's like, no, you are part of the fist. Do your job. Yeah, that's that's true. They were very much like you are no longer a Trandoshan yeah. or a uh, <laughs> Korean. You are Imperial Fist. Yeah, I mean, I guess and, if that was important to you, then yeah, you'd want Dorne and not like well, I don't know, okay. Korax. No, exactly. That's exactly who I was going to talk yeah. about. Who's like, oh yeah, hey, you're from Terra. Hey, why don't you go? You know, here's a suicide run for you. Here, uh, you want to die? Go Fun. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Corex, Corex just really hates his Terran Raven Guard. Kind of a dick. Uh, White Scar's not much better. I mean, they clearly you know, had trouble keeping their house in order there. Not spoopy enough. Mm-hmm. So if we are going with the fact that you don't know about the horrible things of the gene seed of legions and stuff, probably would be the Emperor's children. I mean, they got a great reputation. They had one. Yeah, I they think they had the best the, reputation. Like, literally the only ones allowed to wear the Aquila. Yeah, that's... Basically, hey guys, makes I you feel tip. like an honor guard. All right, bye, Jared. Sorry, sorry. You're good. Peace out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's a, that's a good call, too. Certainly, hmm, I guess it would depend on when in the Great Crusade, right? Because, like, after Horus is Warmaster, you probably want to be in the Sons of Horus. Yeah. But... Yeah. Let us know but what you guys part, think. Definitely uh, the lion. But, let us but know what you guys the, think in the, the comments. Yeah, definitely. Remember, it has to be Terra, era, not Great Crusade, because a Great Crusade, you really wouldn't have a choice. Whatever Legion conquered your solar system would be the one that you're going to go with, right? But on Terra, you could be thrown into any of the initial Legion still. So, listeners, let us know. And remember, you don't know anything according you don't to know, you don't know bad things i guess <laughs> you, don't know you, know. you just know the imperial propaganda that's yes, right sounds good so at that point every legion's a winner i yep. guess yeah. <laughs> except the night lords <laughs> also yeah. I, I did want to also brush up uh horse heresy's getting a new logo too that's pretty cool oh, yeah. funny, was, enough, yeah. funny enough it matches closer to the age of sigmar logo than it does the 40k Oh, interesting. Time to make some time to make some forty uh, k nerds mad about it. It vaguely echoes uh, the second edition Warhammer logo, where it's got a big huh. old W and a big old R. Uh huh. That's, that's right. right. That's that's big ass W. <laughs> <laughs> but it does look like the Age of Sigmar logo in some ways. It's kind of interesting. So, yep. We'll see where that goes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, it has to be Adepticon. Uh, has to be Adepticon. <laughs> I'm not, at this point, I'm not uh, particularly sweating on when I see reveals. I know reveals are coming. I've got projects to work on in the meantime. One day I'm just going to wake up and there's going to be cool Horus Heresy news and I'm going to be excited about it and yeah. that'll be it. I'm, I'm still just in a holding pattern waiting for a new edition. Just just help. do what I do. Build kill teams. Yeah, that's not a bad idea either. Yeah. But, I uh, have one, two... Three, three kill teams now. Yeah, it's great. Nice. They're all space marines, unfortunately. <laughs> Would love it if I had invested in some Xenos models once upon a time. Yeah. Although, speaking of which, uh, I'll wait till we're done recording. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, yep. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. If you enjoy this program and want to check us out more go over to facebook and instagram at rr30k podcast go over to rr30k.com is our website you can find all sorts of fun stuff in there if you like to support us go to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast and there you can become a patreon 
patron member, whatever they call them, patrons, just patrons. And as always, we like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Chap Linusar, Jacob Dillon, Garner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdale, Mr. Baldwick, Nicholas Quenga, Rena the Floof, Sar Luther, Taco Tuesday or Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, and What's Ligma? Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Ed, John Christensen, M. Tanzer, Gorkrow, Nick, son of Tacticus, and Void Emperatrix. Our Legion Sergeants, Agrippina, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Jay DeSales, Jay Grammaticus, Carl, Mr. Sear, Nick Gillen, and The Zoy. Thanks again so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you want to check out our Discord, go over to a link in the show notes. Sometimes we're playing video games more often these days. We played Halo the other day, and that was stupid fun. Yeah, come play with us. Yeah. Just hang out. Anyway, my name is Jesse. Once again, keep those dice rolling. Bye for now. See you later.